Welcome to Pod Bless America. I'm Jim. And I'm Dan. And today we're going to be talking about the government making you get a vaccine that you don't want. Say what? Uh, (laughs) Hey, it's all for your own good. It's a public good, my friend. There is actually, I don't know if you realize this, uh, a lot of people don't read the Constitution. There is actually a section of the Constitution that says the government can suspend the entire Constitution if it is for the public good. Mm. And that's, uh, I guess that's what they're invoking. Okay, I'm only half kidding. And the fact is that I know a lot of people don't read the Constitution. None of what I said is true. The government does not have a right to suspend the Constitution for the public good. People will be like, habeas corpus? Isn't that what it is? You know what? People are going to stop listening. They're going to be like, listen, I heard this podcast and they said, oh, fuck. Well, the United States Department of Labor did release a statement from OSHA. And it is uh, considered their news release, uh, date of November 4th of 2021. And it starts off with yesterday, United States Department of Labor issues an emergency temporary standard to protect workers from coronavirus. How are they protecting us from coronavirus? Because can't you get COVID even if you're vaccinated? Seems like the more people I know that are getting it lately are vaccinated and they keep referring to them as breakthrough cases. (laughs) Every case is a breakthrough case. So how how are they protecting us? Well, it starts off by saying uh, the United States Department of Labor's Occupational Safety and Health Administration today announces in a new emergency temporary standard to protect more than 84 million workers from the spread of coronavirus on the job. The nation's unvaccinated workers are from grave danger from workplace exposure to coronavirus and immediate action is necessary to protect them. Okay, so my thing right now off the top of my head is that the vaccine is not going to protect you from getting coronavirus. You can still get it. You can still get COVID when you're vaccinated, right? It's supposed to limit minimize the effects of COVID on you so that hopefully you don't die or go into the hospital. But it does nothing to prevent you from giving it to somebody else. Or getting it yourself. So why am I not allowed to make the decision that, look, I'm willing to take the chance. I'm willing to take the chance on my natural immunity. I'm willing to take the chance. And if I die, I die. That's on nobody but me because I made the decision not to get the vaccine. So following OSHA's logic here, if I choose not to get the vaccine, what's going to happen to me? You're going to be held to a standard that everyone else is not held to that can still get. But ultimately, what's going to happen come January 4th? You're going to be forced to do it. What if I don't want to do it? We don't know yet. That's to be determined. I'm, I'm guessing by the employer. Because well, my guess is when they're finding them $14,000 per person who's not getting it, they're probably going to fire you, yeah? Well, I don't know if it's the person not getting it. So it is. If, there's, if, there's, if there's one guy that doesn't want to be tested, that, that's one thing. So what, what, what gets me about it right now is, and we'll probably get further into it, this as we're reading it, but from the way I understand it, if you are unvaccinated and you you got to keep getting tested every week, but the people that are vaccinated can still have it and bring it to work and they're not getting tested. That doesn't make any sense to me. It makes absolutely zero sense. So what's the end game here? What's the end game for the government? Let's dig a little bit deeper into this news release and see if we can figure it out, huh? Under this standard, covered employees must develop, implement, and enforce a mandatory COVID-19 vaccination policy. Unless they adopt the policy requiring employees to choose to either be vaccinated or undergo regular COVID-19 testing and wear a face mask covering at work. Do we know who's paying for that testing? Uh, who, is the government going to pay for it? No, I, I got to assume that, you know, it's going to be on the employer. 
I don't know 100%, but if that's the case, if it's going to be on the employer, are the employ- how long are the employers going to put up with 500 employees that are like, test me? Yeah, if there's 250 employees that are, you know, pretty soon they're going to start making uh, moves about like uh, when they're hiring, they're going to be like, are, are, are you vaccinated? And they're going to be like, no. And then they're not going to say that they're not going to hire them for that. But I guarantee you, if you check the numbers, they're probably going to hold people out from getting jobs if they're not, because it's just going to add more cost to having them as an employee, which is a whole separate issue. Continuing. It's ridiculous, but we'll continue. Since 2020, the coronavirus has led to the deaths of 750,000 people in the U.S. and the infection of millions more, making it the deadliest pandemic in the nation's history. <laughs> so they're, they're selling it. They're selling it. So th- this is just a recap. This has nothing to do with their... You is know. cancer a pandemic? I was just wondering. I mean, 450,000 smokers died last year, probably. So that should be a pandemic, right? It, it is. Is many obesity, those, is obesity of, a pandemic? Let me continue. We're on, we're on chrono, coronavirus here. Many, what about cirrhosis of the liver? Because I drink a lot of bourbon. Is that a pandemic? Not yet. Not until they make it one. Many what about get, the flu? Is the flu a pandemic? Did anyone even get the flu last year? <laughs> Apparently they solved, they, they, they cured the flu. I don't know. Many of the people killed and infected by this virus were workers what whose primary exposure kidding. occurred at their jobs. Oh, do they have the data to back that up? <laughs> wow. Hey, That's a I, bold statement. Listen, I got COVID. Yeah. Did you get it on the job or did you get the gas pump? I might've got it at Walmart. I don't, I don't right. know. Any... How the hell? Well, okay. You know why? You know why? I don't know where I got it. You know why? Because I'm living my fucking life. Right. But they can, they can cite this shit without a source, but that's, that's fine. Okay. That's fine. No, so let, me, listen. Let, me, let, me, let me run this sentence again. OSHA said it. It's true. Many of the people killed and infected by this virus were workers whose primary exposures occurred at their jobs. They're only at their jobs for like eight hours of the day. So you tell them, wow. Anyway, OSHA estimates. Oh, okay. OSHA estimates that this rule will save thousands of lives and prevent more than 250,000 hospitalizations due to workplace exposure, COVID-19, over the course of the ETS. ETS. What the fuck's that mean? Emergency. Mm. Well, let me ask you this. Let me get off a little bit. So we hit a fork in the road. Let me take the left instead of the right. Why is it always about the vaccine? Are these companies also saying, hey, look, you need to start increasing your vitamin D levels. Are they saying you need to exercise more? We're going to offer an incentive right now for you to exercise more and to take vitamin D. We're going to provide vitamin D, right? I can go I can go get 500 vitamin D capsules at Walmart for, you know, what, 10 bucks. And that's why the flu is so rough in the winter because the sun's not out and people don't have that normal vitamin D. Sure. And as a people, we're lacking in vitamin D anyway. But is anybody talking about that or is it just vaccine? I mean, that's something an anti-vaxxer would say, I think. I'm not an anti-vaxxer. I'm not an anti-vaxxer. All right. So I'll tell you what, Dan, give me 53 seconds. Okay. Give me 53 seconds. Mm -hmm. And let's see what the mainstream media, who they're being funded by. Okay. Let's see who they're being funded by. Let's see who their sponsors are. Mm -hmm. Let's see if holistic companies are funding mainstream media like vitamin supplements and vitamin stuff. supplements they could they could have them they could and maybe they're being funded by it i don't know give me 53 seconds you got it 
is brought to you by Pfizer. CBS Health Watch, sponsored by Pfizer. Anderson Cooper 360, brought to you by Pfizer. ABC News Nightline, brought to you by Pfizer. Making a difference, brought to you by Pfizer. CNN Tonight, brought to you by Pfizer. Early start, brought to you by Pfizer. Friday night on Aaron Burnett, out front. Brought to you by Pfizer. This week with George Stephanopoulos is brought to you by Pfizer. This weather report brought to you by Pfizer. Today's countdown to the royal wedding is brought to you by Pfizer. And now a CBS Sports update brought to you by Pfizer. Meet the Press data download brought to you by Pfizer. This portion of CBS This Morning sponsored by Pfizer. On how to find the hidden sugars in the American family diet. Sponsored by Pfizer. Well, well. Well, they said Pfizer. I believe Pfizer is sponsoring every single episode, but of, not not Moderna, not Johnson and Johnson. No, just Pfizer. And just Pfizer. What who's been Who's been approved by the federal government? Pfizer. Jeez, huh. it's weird. What? Huh. Hey, listen, it's coincidence. It's got to be just a coincidence. It's got to be. So I don't understand why the government is pushing Pfizer so much here. I don't understand why. They were like, "Hey, we did a two-month study on kids, <laughs> exactly. okay, and and from it's safe, it's safe." And they look uh, at that panel and they go, "Hey, safe, got me?" And they're like, "Yeah, we got you, we got you. Don't worry about it. Just keep the money coming." So let's continue on with the CTS. Okay, COVID nineteen has had a devastating impact on workers, and we continue to see dangerous levels of cases, says U.S. Labor Secretary Marty Walsh. This sounds scary. We must take action to implement this emergency temporary standard to contain the virus and protect people in the workplace against the grave danger of COVID-19. Please protect my family. Many businesses understand the benefit of having their workers vaccinated against COVID-19, and we expect many will be pleased to see this OSHA rule go into effect. Look, what business doesn't love OSHA? Let's be honest, right? We love OSHA. Yeah. I mean, you got you only got to let them in the door if somebody... Uh, has a, a real like uh, emergency, like if someone gets an oil spill and they see it there, we've been trained where, you know, hey, OSHA's at the door. They said there's an oil spill over here in this section of property and you got to take them right there and then right out. You're not but taking what them happens, the What happens if they come in for that oil spill and they see somebody standing on the top step of a ladder? You're going to get cited. Yeah, right. What happens it's if... It's like letting the cops in your house for something else. Ooh, don't ever let the cops in your house. <laughs> we'll talk about the Fourth Amendment at some point. Look, man, be polite. All right, they're just doing a job. I get it, but yeah, don't. Okay, so now we're going to get in the meat and the potatoes here, okay? So not only did they We're tell not you, even there yet? No, 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 no. But they, they did just tell you that like most companies are going to be for this. And um, I, I don't believe that. I really don't believe that. I believe a lot of companies are just going to rather go along to get along. Well, no, they're not going to be for this because they're not going to be for this. These motherfuckers. They're not going to be for this because any company that has over 100 people in it, right? So let's just say that it's a quarter of their workforce now that is like, I'm not taking this vaccine. Now they're going to be looking at $14,000 fines for these people that don't want it, or they can fire these people, one of the two. So now they're down a quarter of their workforce. There are companies that are going to go under because of this. In a time that we don't need them to be under. No, and the numbers are you know what? Bad. And there's a whole lot of people here that have worked through this pandemic every day, showed up to work to keep things rolling. Oh, I've been essential. And that well, you're right. And you know what? Here's your thanks. You're fired. You're fired because you won't take an experimental vaccine. 
Well, they are giving you the, the opportunity as of right now to just get the test. But when these companies are on the test for the next year and they have 500 employees, I was talking to a buddy of mine that that is in this company that has a, a large amount of employees and, and half of them are not vaccinated. And they've already allotted money and, and well, who's this guy? Already ordered tests. I mean, who who is this guy? Is he just an employee or does he have knowledge of what's going on? He in has the knowledge for sure of what's going on because they have already purchased, worked on purchasing tests, work on figuring out how they're gonna have to get these guys tested on the clock. So he owns a company or he's HR or HR. He's yeah. HR. Yeah. So he knows. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that that's gonna be a whole nother, you know, ball of wax because you're gonna get your your employees, you know, tested on the clock, which is taken away from production, which is doing a lot. And then meanwhile, the people who can still have it, the vaccinated individuals aren't getting tested. Well, and how long are they going to put up with, okay, so now these people have COVID. How long are they going to put up with these people being away from work for 10 days? Asymptomatic. Zero reason why they should be off work. Well, look what the NFL is doing. The NFL has two sets, sets of standards right now. If you test positive for COVID and you're unvaccinated, you're gone for 10 days. When you're vaccinated, you just have to give us two negative test within 24 hours of each other. How crazy is that? But that's not, you could still have COVID though. I mean, I don't understand. I guess I just don't, I don't know. I don't understand it because unless I'm mistaken, you can still get COVID with the vaccine, right? Right. So even if you're going to get tested, I mean, it's still going to take you for, for COVID to run through your system and not show up in the test. It's still, so you're vaccinated. What's the sense of getting vaccinated? Other than saving yourself, I get it, right? If it's going to keep you out of the hospital, it's going to keep you from dying, you do it for you. Now, I want to be clear on something here. I am not anti-vax. I believe in vaccines and I believe in science. You can be pro-vax and also pro-medical freedom. And that's where I'm at, right? I'm not anti-vax. I am certainly pro-vaccine. And if you choose to get it, God bless you, man. I'm not going to tell you you're stupid. You do what's right for you. You do what you think is right for you and right for your family. But I am pro-medical freedom. I'm pro-freedom, period. If you choose not to do it, you should not be forced with losing your livelihood, not being able to provide for your family because you're making a decision that you think is best for you and your family. And right now, now they're just making it tough for you. Now, I almost impossible. Now, I would I, I don't want to get too personal here, right? But you have family members that have been affected negatively by vaccines. I do. And so when you look at this, and these are tried and true vaccines, right? These are vaccines that have been around forever that gave your family member this adverse reaction. Been around forever. Approved. Every level. These are safe. And now they're asking you to take a experimental vaccine where we don't know what the ramifications are going to be for this five years from now, 10 years from now. We have no idea. And they're asking you to take this. And nobody's on the hook for it. And nobody's on the hook, right? I mean, anybody who gets sick, anybody who has a stroke, anybody who, anything that they can possibly tie to this vaccine, Pfizer just gets to wash their hands. Well, that's nature. Both the employer, the companies, the government, and OSHA. So, I mean, if you were to tell these companies that, you know, hey, if something adverse happens to somebody that takes a vaccine, it's going to be an OSHA recordable. They're going to be like, hold up. Right. All of a sudden now, now you got a worker's comp claim you're paying out for the next 70 years. Yeah. Yeah. So the ETS is emergency temporary standard is what they're calling. So it. what's temporary? I mean, <laughs> you know, my guess is temporary is forever. Yeah. In the words of the government. Correct. 
The emergency temporary standards covers employers with 100 or more employees, which subject to change, right? Firm or company-wide and provides options for compliance. All right. Hold, God, hold on. If we allow them to get away with this, they are not going to stop. You allow them to get away with forcing you for companies that have 100 or more employees to get vaccinated, and nobody makes a big deal about this. Nobody stands up against it. Nobody tells the government, look, you are out of control. You do not have the right to do this. I assure you that companies with 50 or more people are next, 25 or more people are next, and before you know it, it's every citizen. You give the government an inch, and they will take a mile every time, and you will not get that inch back. Ever. That sounds a little conspiracy theorist. Yeah, I guess I'm a conspiracy theorist. We'll then. save that for Jeff. I get Jeff, the conspiracy theorist. Okay, the Listen, ETS. Though, all... let, hold on, hold on. Er... Hold on, hit the brakes. Hit the brakes. Because I, this really infuriates me that people are even going to be willing to accept this at any level. That people are going to say, well, they're giving me the chance to take the test, so I don't have to get the vaccine, but I'll just take the test every week. Because one day that test isn't going to be available, and you're going to have to have that vaccine. You know, it's just like, and I wish I had the quote in front of me, I don't, but it's just like that, you know, where, and and one day they came for the Jews, and, you know, one day they came for me, and there was nobody left to stand for me. Mm-hmm. Whether you have the vaccine, you don't have the vaccine, you better be standing up for freedom right now. You better be standing up. It doesn't matter if you have the vaccine. You cannot separate yourself and say, well, that's for those people, not me. Because one day it's going to be for you. And if you don't stand up right now and we don't make a stand against the government and say, this is enough, you've gone too far. If the states don't stand up and say, this is our responsibility, not yours. This is Ohio's responsibility to protect Ohio's workers. And if we feel that Ohio's workers are protected, making their own decisions, we should be allowed to do this. And if we don't do this now, then what comes, comes. And you don't have any reason at all to complain about it. You didn't stand up when you had the chance to stand up when this was starting. You didn't stand up against the government. You didn't get your representatives involved from your state level. You just figured that, ah, like everything else, it'll all work out. It's not going to work out. And they had to run it through OSHA. It was their only play. It was their only play. And still, it's going to be unconstitutional, but the president knows he doesn't have the right to do this. But this president doesn't care about the Constitution. He has come out and said publicly that he doesn't care, that he knows the things he's doing is unconstitutional, but that he's going to do it until the Supreme Court tells him he can't. This is the president of the United States. President of the United States put his hand on a Bible. He's saying, look, Constitution, be damned. I mean, why are we allowing this? Continue. Here's a really good one. The ETS also requires employers to provide paid time off to workers to get vaccinated and to allow for paid leave to recover from any side effects. That's How much cool. money does that cost? I don't know. I don't know. The paid time leave. So they're going to mm-hmm. basically pay. But at least they're ruling in for side effects here. I didn't think they would. Mm. So, Dan, you got a quote there, I think. Did you write things. it down? I did. Read I did. that quote. It's called... Uh, there is no freedom of choice unless there is freedom to refuse. How is this? Listen, they're saying, hey, you got the right. You don't have to get the vaccine. But if you don't get the vaccine, it might cost you your employment. You're not going to be able to provide for your family. So let's pump brakes and talk about the military then. Because I've, I've talked to a lot of people that are like, hey, man, I signed up. I'm on the dotted line. Like, I got a bunch of vaccines when I got here. It's just another one. Just, you know, they, they want to be good soldiers, and I can't be mad at them for that. All right. But when you change the game in the middle of it. That's the problem. That's the problem. Uh, so I went in the military, and I remember standing there in line, man. They had two air guns on both sides of you, each arm. You walked up there, and they were like, 
both arms. You're like, God damn, I have no idea what they put in me. None, right? But I trust that those vaccines were probably at least authorized. They were, you know, they were definitely they, studied. Right, studied vaccines. Right now they're telling you that you got to get the experimental vaccine. And if you think it's good for you, go get it. I will never shit on anybody that wants to go get the vaccine. Man, cool. You do what's right for you. But don't tell me I got to do it when in my gut, and my gut has served me well for 29 years, in my gut, mm-hmm. I think something's wrong. And, you're, right? and, and you should be allowed to, to say it, but sometimes you can't. I mean, when this first started and you would have had this opinion, you would have got pulled off of social media. Sure. You would have got, you know. And, and I'm not, I'll be honest with you. I am not going to talk about my vaccine status. I might have got it. Maybe I didn't get it. But I'm, I'm going to definitely talk about mine. But what, but what, well, you know what, but what me and you did has no bearing at all in this conversation. Right. Because that's a personal choice, right? It's a personal choice. It should always be. It's not medical freedom. It's not my body, my choice, man. That disappeared real fucking quick on the left. Oh, they're still about it, but it just depends on <laughs> well, what it's right, about. Right, right. right. Yeah. yeah, that disappeared real quick, though. Hey, I want to kill a human being. My body, my choice. Who the fuck are you? I want to kill. I, I want to kill this human being that has a heartbeat living inside of me. That's my body, my choice. But wait a minute. You want to? You don't want to get a vaccine? That's not your body, your choice. That's that's for the public good. Killing babies? Hey, that's not the public good. You getting this vaccine? Public good. I wonder what the feeling would be about this emergency temporary standard would be if the other guy would have won the election and then put this up through OSHA. Oh my God, he would have been a dictator. Huh, he's a dictator. This is he's a Nazi. He's a Nazi. They would never be like, yes, you you did it. 100%. You did it. No way. No way. He is an absolute fucking dictator. Dude, are you kidding me? I, they're still blaming Donald Trump. Shit that is happening today, they are still blaming Donald Trump on. Hell yeah, I would too. <laughs> Dude, he is living, <laughs> I would too, right? He is living in their minds. Okay, do you want to know what else DTS requires employers to well, do? Well, listen, if this is any typical government document, we, we, we could have a four-hour episode here while you read it. Yeah, I mean, but that's what it is because how many people that are listen, listening to this now have even read part of it? Um, honestly? If it was not for this, I would not have. Okay, 100%. So continue, right? All right, continue. They're going to determine the vaccination status of each employee, obtain acceptable proof of vaccination status from vaccinated employees, and maintain records, uh, a roster of each employee's vaccination status. <laughs> it's just funny to read. Like That just doesn't make any sense. What are, you know uh, what? This uh, makes total sense to me, actually. You know, the more you read, the more that I'm getting on board with OSHA. Look, I wish I was kidding. I, I may have been wrong in this whole thing. Just we're, kidding. We're going to require employees to provide prompt notice when they test positive for COVID-19 or receive a COVID-19 diagnosis. Employers must then remove the employee from the workplace regardless of vaccination status. Employers must not allow them to return to work until they meet required criteria. We're going to ensure each worker who is not fully vaccinated is tested for COVID-19 at least weekly if the worker is in the workplace at least once a week or within seven days before returning to work. You know what's exciting to me? When I hear you talking about this, all I picture right now is how much paid vacation I'm going to get right now, right? I've already had COVID at least once, once confirmed and probably twice. It was early on in the whole thing and they weren't testing for it at the time. 
hundred percent. I mean, my symptoms were exactly the same. Right. So I think I've had it twice. The last time when I got confirmed with COVID and I, and I understand it's not like this for everybody, right? Some people end up in the hospital and they die. I get it. Some people end up in the hospital with the flu and they die. I understand. But when I got it, I was out mowing my grass. I was swimming. I was having a great time. I was off work. Yeah. Most people seem to, to, to get a fever. They, they let that fever run its course. I didn't even have a fever. Um, some people have a lot of body ache. I had body aches. I had a little uh, bit of, well, I had a lot of fatigue for the first couple of days and then I was fine. But that's like the flu, right? I will be trying to get COVID. Maybe that's, is that irresponsible? That, I is, just, that is very irresponsible. Well, yeah. But if I get 10 days off, ooh. Okay. So, so far, my, my experience with COVID though has been very mild. Now, like I said, I know, I know people are ending up in the hospital. It's killing old folks. I get it. And you know, those folks need to be protected, but don't, oh my God, go ahead. Let's ensure that most, that in most circumstances, each employee who has not been fully vaccinated wears a face mask covering when indoors or when occupying a vehicle with other persons for work purposes. So you're going to be able to identify somebody's vaccinated status just by what's on their face, which is definitely separating. But if if you can still get COVID being vaccinated, why shouldn't you have to wear a mask? You can still give it to people. You know, I think the danger would be from the vaccinated folks, right? I don't get it. <laughs> yeah, I bet you. The, the danger would be from the vaccinated folks. You're not making any sense. <laughs> I'm not. I'm a conspiracy theorist. You have to be. If, if the vaccinated folks can get it, Aren't the unvaccinated folks more at danger in this thing? Am I not more? If you have, if you're vaccinated and you have COVID and I'm not vaccinated, am I not more in danger? Are you speaking in a language right? I don't get it. <laughs> and you're not making any sense to me. Uh, <laughs> I feel like I'm calling to order Chinese food. I got a really good one here. Finally, another one. This one, this one actually makes me feel really good about it until, yeah. I, until I take it out. The emergency temporary standard does not require employers to pay for testing. Employers may be required to pay for testing to comply with other laws, regulations, collective bargaining agreements, or other collective negotiating agreements. Employers are not required to pay for face coverings. Okay. So you're going to be on the hook for your face covering and the government is going to be on the hook for... Is it the government going to pay for the testing or are you going to have to pay for it every week? Yeah, because it says... So, so now let's just say, and I don't know, maybe it's a misprint and they said employees, but it's a misprint. <laughs> I doubt it. Fuck. So, so let's just say it's like everything else with the uh, healthcare in this country. Right. So all of a sudden now testing is $247. Wait, 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 wait. Who owns the testing? Did we ever look that up? Uh, do you know? Mm, no. And I don't want to jump to conclusions and say that I think BlackRock <laughs> has something to do with it. BlackRock. I think BlackRock. Is that an OAR song? No. BlackRock. No, I think it is. Oh, it is? I think it is. It's, oh, I love so it. So they own it and the rights to the music. So, <laughs> cool. Exactly. So that's, that's so, another follow the money, which but, is going to, follow the no, money is going to be a, a future no, seriously, episode, though, right? Well, it is going to be a future episode. Mm-hmm. Um, Can't wait. But in all seriousness, so if the employer is going to be on the hook for testing eventually, and that testing is $200 a pop. How long are you going to be able to do that weekly? You're talking about $800 a month out of your pocket. That's what this is about. They are going to ultimately force you to get the vaccine if you want to continue to work. Because it's going to cost way too much money. I mean, I'm in a company right now that that's not really killing it financially. You know, they're just barely hanging on. This, this, will, this will put them over the edge. What else you got there, Dan? I mean, when I first read it, I was really hoping that when I did see it, it was going to say it does not require employees to pay for testing. But it says employers, which is 
kind of hurts a little bit. Kind of hurts because I want to be protected by OSHA because that's what they were originally put there for, I thought, right? To protect the workers. <sighs> so while vaccination remains the most effective and efficient defense against COVID-19, which is, you know, I want to see the stats on that. This emergency temporary standard will protect all workers, including those who remain unvaccinated by requiring regular testing and the use of face coverings by unvaccinated workers to prevent the spread of the virus, said Deputy Assistant Secretary of Labor for Occupational Safety and Health, Jim Frederick. A part of OSHA's mission to protect... Let's see if we can get Jim Frederick on this show. He, you think he, would come? he might come before we start actually putting all of our episodes up there. That's true. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> right like, now someone wants be, to talk to me? Right now is going to be the time to get the libs on here. That's true. That's true. As part of OSHA's mission to protect the safety and health of workers, this rule will provide a roadmap to help businesses keep their workers safe. OSHA is offering robust compliance assistance to help businesses implement the standards, including a webinar frequently asked questions, and other compliance material. The ETS will cover two-thirds of the nation's private sector workforce in the 26 states and two territories with OSHA state plans. Hmm. So there are states that don't have OSHA? No. I got to look into that. That can't be true. In the 26 states and two territories with OSHA state plans. I I don't know. That's weird. The ETS will also cover public sector workers employed by state and uh, local governments, including educators and school staffs. Huh? So people that get endowments, right? That's a lot of um, numbers when you're talking about students in every university. The ETS will cover two-thirds of the nation's private sector workforce in 26 states and two territories of the OSHA state plans. And we still got to dig into that a little bit and find out if the other states don't have OSHA plans. Because that's, that's a little weird to me because... Okay, that's where I want to move. There may be states that, yeah, that uh, I, I'm, I'm really, you know, I really got to do some research on that, right? So leading companies, including major airlines, manufacturers, and retailers have taken similar actions in recent months, adopting vaccine requirements or regular testing as necessary measure to protect their workers and customers. So that's a little thing they put in there to go like, well, it's already been happening. So it's not a big deal, right? This isn't, listen, Southwest has already done it and it worked out swimmingly. Southwest, I don't except know for you, the weather, except for the weather, the weather really jacked up like three thousand flights. I, it was the weather, though. It's not this. It, listen, I know they were flying the Gadsden flag outside of the cockpits of airplanes. It was the weather. Mm-hmm. It was the weather. The ETS is effective immediately upon publication of the in the Federal Register. Employers must comply with most requirements within thirty days of publication, and with testing requirements within sixty days of publication. The ETS also serves as a proposal for normal rulemaking for final standard. OSHA is seeking comment on all aspects of the ETS. Oh, I'll give them comment. And whether the agency should adopt it as a final standard. OSHA will continue to monitor the status of COVID-19 infections and deaths. As the number of vaccinated people in the workplace and general public increases and the pandemic evolves, OSHA will update the ETS should the agency find a grave danger no longer exists for the covered workforce or some portion thereof? Does a grave danger exist now? Um, what do you think? It, it depends on who you're talking to. What's your opinion? Mine, no. Mine, too. No. No. I mean, when Is I, there a grave danger? I mean, when I talk to people that are vaccinated and that are scared of it, when I, when I look at them and I tell them, like, I'm, I'm going to beat this thing myself. And if I don't, I don't. And they look at me like, good luck with that. <laughs> Well, and that's part of it, right? The media and the government has scared so many people that do not have 
and I don't want to, I don't want to miscategorize everybody, but so many people that don't have critical thinking skills anymore. I mean, that is, we are at a loss on critical thinking skills in this country. Now people don't know what to think. They, they only know what to think by what social media tells them and what the media tells them or what their side is saying. Or their side, right? You get into a bubble and you're listening to your bubble. You're not able to think outside your bubble and say, you know what? Maybe you guys aren't quite right here. No, no, no. We're just all going to feed off each other and we're going to be terrified. And I know people like that, that are absolutely terrified of COVID. And I look at the numbers and I'm like, what are you scared of? Because I've been living my life through this entire thing. Did I wear a mask in stores that required masks? Sure I did, right? Because those stores required a mask. So the fact is, if I'm going to Home Depot and I want a screwdriver, now I got to ask myself, am I willing to wear a mask in order to get what I need? And if we did it with our kids games, right, right. right. If you're willing to go, if your kids want to play and you're willing to go watch and it's worth it to you to wear this mask, to watch your kids, then you're going to wear the mask. I have no problem with that, but I'm not afraid. I've never been afraid of this. And that person that asked me or told me, you know, good luck with that. then the same conversation about, you know, 10 minutes earlier, I go, I go, uh, so what what do you know about MRNA? I, I don't know much about it. Well, CNN hasn't really talked about that. Well, no. I mean, he he told me good luck with fighting a virus. Right. But what I'm saying is... But he can't tell me what's in the... What he just got put in his arm. He can't tell you because CNN is not going to tell him that, right? The liberal media is only going to tell you that you have to get it. Or you're a monster. You don't care about your fellow people. You're a white supremacist somehow. I'm sure that'll get worked into it. I like when I know people that only have one and I'm like, you're you're not fully vaccinated. (laughs) But my question is, is... When they start telling you you got to get a booster every month, where, do, where are you drawing the line? They're already up to two. Where are you drawing the line? They're already up to two. You know? You're talking about getting two, four shots in six months. Four shots. There's a study out of Israel saying that, look, you're giving them too close together, right? If you want the first dose, that you should be waiting three months before you give the second dose because it's too much going into your body. That's why people are having effects. That's why people are getting sick. It's too much too quick. But we're not listening to that. We're like, no, nope. you know, I, I don't even know what the, what, what's the schedule on that now? Two months. I don't know. Oh, I don't two months. No, it's not even two months. But then now you're looking at a booster one and then a booster two all within six months. That is a lot of shit to get put in you. Whether you're vax, pro-vax or not, you've got to look at that and say, hold on. And the antibodies in your system after you've been infected with it have been proven to last longer than a vaccine. Well, here's what I know. Here's what I know that I had COVID July of last year. Been around a whole lot of sick folks, man. I mean, for those of you that don't know me, I am a police officer in a small to mid-sized city, 35,000 people. I guarantee no, because these people have told us I have COVID when we go in on calls. I've been around a whole lot of sick people. I've been all right. Been yeah. all right. And that's the reason you probably got the flu shot to begin with is because you're massive interaction with people. Sure. And I get the flu shot every year. I believe in the flu shot. I know there's people out there that don't. Okay, don't get it. You know what? Because you not getting it doesn't affect me. I mean, it's just going to affect you. I don't care. It's it's freedom, bro. Right. And if the flu shot was the, with coronavirus and had a dead cell of corona, just like the flu shot does, I think a lot of more people would be less hesitant to get it. But no one's talking about that. I missed that. If if you had a flu shot, yep. Okay, let me slow it down for you. Okay, if you had a flu shot, you know what? I was actually I, was, I, I was thinking about how much time we had left. Go yeah, ahead. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, I'm back yeah, on yeah, you, yeah, squirrel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Flu shot. I have boom, Get it. And and if you normally get the flu shot and you get a flu shot that just has dead coronavirus in it, this is almost like just having another strand 
of the flu shot that they're guessing at every year anyway. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So just put Corona in it, dead Corona in it. And then everyone will be like, yeah, I'll get them. And, well, and I guarantee you half of the people that don't have it right now, half of those people but, will get it. You know, they're already talking about that though. They're talking about a, a shot that's going to be all encompassing, but it's not going to be like you're talking about. It's going to be the actual vaccine mixed in with the flu vaccine. Oh, you want the flu vaccine? Well, here's what we're going to get you now. Yeah, oh, now we don't have a choice. So now if you believe in the flu vaccine, now you have to get this experimental shit. I don't know, man. It's a uh, it's a slippery slope, and we'll talk about it more, uh, no doubt. But uh, yeah, I'd love to hear the comments of everybody. I'd like y'all to uh, like us on social media when we post. Yeah, on the for platforms. sure. Listen, so right now, if you want to get a hold of us, uh, you can reach out to, and r- right now it's just me, uh, Jim at pbapodcast.com. Send me your comments. Send me your questions. Send me things that you want to talk about, even if it has nothing to do with this episode that that you want to hear us talk about in the future. Um, and we'll read some of those comments, send us your hate mail. We want to know what we're doing wrong too, right? Something you don't agree with. Let us know. Facebook right now, we are on pod bless America. If you search pod bless America, you'll find us there on Facebook. Join us there. Give us a like YouTube. I believe rumbles coming here pretty quick. You know, subscribe, hit the subscribe button. That's what's going to help us more than anything. Leave us a good review and yeah, any, any comments, any questions you got, let us know. But uh, this is going to be your podcast, man. This isn't just ours. We are going to be speaking for the common man here. You know, we're not going to be speaking for big business. We're not going to be speaking just for ourselves. This is your podcast. So let us know what you want to talk about here, and uh, we'll see you later. I'm Jim. I'm Dan. Pod bless America. Pod bless America.